y'all doing this evening? Well, this afternoon, actually. This is Soul Sister Therapy Childhood Trauma Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Plump Queen. Hey, y'all. I'm Taquita. <laughs> Misha, 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 Clean Misha. All right, we're going to get that together a little better next time. <laughs> right. look, look, no taking. We need to actually put that out and plan it. <laughs> well, we guys, we appreciate you guys giving us your time and your energy today. Um, I'm going to put out my disclaimer. This is going to be a deep one. Um, I... Everything I say, everything I feel, I promise you is with love. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. But I appreciate y'all being here, and I'm gonna see how Mr. Quita and Queen Misha gonna feel about it because you know I haven't really discussed this with y'all. So I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of background and um, see how you know you ladies feel about it. But it's all about healing. All right, all right. So yesterday I woke up and I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw somebody state, um, I can't do verbatim what they said, but they pretty much were saying that addiction needs to be added to the mental illness list. And I completely disagreed. I personally feel like, and I had made a quote about it. I pretty much said that we really need to stop labeling everything as a mental illness because this is why there's not much healing going on, but a whole lot of pills being passed around. And I feel like that is something that needs to be really addressed. And I know this is going to make, you know, a lot of people, like I said, feel some type of way, you know, but we have to start, you know, unraveling these things, unpacking as mm -hmm. the sisters from a podcast that I was on um, the other day. Y'all should definitely follow them. They are the Naturally Unbothered podcast. They also talk about, you know, subjects of this matter, three sisters just like us, you know what I'm saying? Um, using their life experiences to help other people, um, you know what I'm saying, heal from their, you know, their traumas and things of that nature. So it was a really dope experience. But um, yeah, it was talking about unpacking this stuff. So it, we got to start with the root. We've been glazing over it, but we really need to get to, you know what I'm saying, the root of it. So I personally feel that there are actual mental illnesses. I'm not going to say that there aren't, but most of the things that we talk about, I don't think are mental illnesses. I feel like they are untapped um, into traumas, untouched mm -hmm. traumas, unhealed traumas, undealt with traumas. And that just is a cycle, you know, it's kind of a domino effect of everything else. See yeah. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I do not believe that addiction is you know what i'm saying a mental illness no addiction is simply someone suppressing using a substance to suppress their emotions and numb themselves so they don't have to feel and deal and deal with what they're feeling you know it's just exactly. the way to take the emotions away exactly so that would mean that you need to deal with the reason on why you got addicted to something in the first place it makes you feel good right. you're trying to and you're trying to continue that's what anybody you that gets addicted to drugs you know what I'm saying is it's that feeling. It gives you a certain type of feeling. So you want to continue to have that feeling. So the only way to get rid of the addiction would be to deal with the thing that got, you know what I'm saying, that you're trying to run away from. What's making you sad? What's making you not feel good? And you know what I'm saying? That is, you know, propelling you to want to always have this consistent, you know what I'm saying, um, feel good. And it deals with your traumas. Like we talk about here, our childhood traumas, dealing with those things, 
you know, um, on the podcast, we were talking about sexual traumas, as you were talking about, um, Misha. So I feel like we need to deal with those things, you know, address those people that did those things to us. You know, there are different ways, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to deal with that. But deal with that. We, if we don't get to the it to the problem, because everybody's trying to glaze over or blame it on something. Let's get to the root. Right, it's stuck in that victimized, stuck in that victimized mentality. Rather than saying, "Okay, this is a part of my journey," what? Why am I feeling this way? Okay, I'm feeling this way because this thing happened to me. Okay, now these emotions that I'm feeling, why am I feeling these emotions? You're feeling these emotions because of you know, you know. Um, I don't really know how to explain that, but you know, yeah, the emotions just come because people handle different situations with different emotions, depending on who you are, you know? So for me, I was getting told I was the happiest child in elementary school while being molested and then being raised in a domestic violence home. Like, but at school, like I handled those emotions by putting a mask on and that mask just so happened to be a really happy mask, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, I, my emotion was happiness and that was how I dealt with my trauma, you know? So that's, I can't say that you're going to have this specific emotion with this specific trauma. But what I can say is that those emotions, you're meant to feel them and understand them because those are you. And then after that, you're supposed to release them. So how can I release these emotions without suppressing them? Because numbing and releasing are two different things. So Drugs, alcohol, addiction, sex, these are quick releases, but they don't actually release. They just simply suppress them, push them down deeper, you know? And so I think that it's really important that when people are talking about addiction, yes, like you said, that they really go to um, kind of the core of it and get to understanding themselves because through healing you find yourself you learn so much about yourself you know and and you can't do that when you suppress it and stuff but to chalk it off as just an illness a mental illness is kind of feeding into the system what i is what i feel you know that keeps that keeps all of these medications going that keeps all of these phony ass doctors and psychologists not that all psychologists are phony because i do believe a lot of people enter the medical field with peer intention because they want to heal people but for the ones who are there for the money like you know they don't really care what your family story is or what traumas you went through they just care that you're bipolar so now you can get on all the medications for that or you know you're schizophrenic so now they can put you in the rehab and, and and build a rehab for that, you know? It's, it's all part of the matrix. Exactly, so I did a little Googling. So mm-hmm. I looked up what trauma is, and then they said there are th- three different types of traumas. So, nope, wrong one. Yeah, trauma, a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. That's what trauma is. So when you talk about I gave an example of something that happened to me that was traumatic. Okay, so like I said, it was distressing. But at the same time, I actually got a good result out of it. Uh, my, my aunt, she did this thing called the butt test when we were children. She did it to me, her kids every day, so I wasn't picked on, you know what I'm saying, or, or singled out. And it was pretty much her way to make sure that we cleaned ourselves properly. 
because our family, if we're nothing else, all all traumas and issues, we clean. So she would take her finger, swipe, you know, swipe her finger through our butts and smell it to see if, you know, if we clean between there, clean, um, you know, good enough. And if we didn't, she would tease us and pretty much embarrass us in front of everybody that's in the house. So my other cousins and maybe another aunt of mine, not other people, you know what I'm saying, outside of the family, but within my, you know, my group of cousins. So she would tease, ew, you stink, get back in there, you lazy, this is that and the third. And she had even so far as compared me to my mom saying that my mom had the same issue when she was younger. You know what I'm saying? So she gonna make sure, you know what I'm saying, that she rectifies that. Now, that was traumatic. You're teasing me. That was actually a bit, ver- almost like can be um, technically verbal abusive for you to tease me, you know what I'm saying, and, and in front of everybody and, and have my cousins laughing at me, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't clean myself properly as a child learning how to do that, taking a shower on my own, you know what I'm saying? But the result of that, I became a very clean person. I remember when I first started, you know, thinking about boys and, you know, doing the do or whatever, she would always come to my mind. That's why it's traumatic. When, when, if you, you know what I'm saying? That happened to me when I was a little kid. So me 14 now, my aunt, I can see it. I, you know what I'm saying? I can see, you know, the whole scene, me in her kitchen, because her kit, her bathroom was right next to her kitchen. So I can see myself, see her saying those things, see my cousins laughing and all that other stuff. So I kept it in my mind that I, you know, I got to make sure I'm clean. I got to give myself the butt test. I got to make sure that when I'm, you know what I'm saying, when I'm with a guy that I'm on point. Now, I personally, from my perspective, that's not a bad thing. I felt like that was beneficial to me. But the way she went about it was very traumatic. I don't have a mental, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a mental illness about cleaning. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, OCD, you know what I'm saying, because of, of that of that um, situation, but it was still traumatic. So there's a lot of things that are, are traumatic to you, but it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, now that you have this illness, yes, your mind needs a, a, a way to process that. And maybe emotionally, you know what I'm saying, it's doing something to you, but you can work through that. When you say mental illness, you know, to me, that sounds like something that you really can't change. Like, my dad is a borderline schizophrenic. Like, this is kind of close to me. Like, my whole side, my whole father's side of my family has mental issues. I have an aunt who's been, uh, I'm 30, I'll be 37 next month. I have an aunt who was in an insane asylum longer than I've been alive. As a matter of fact, she's missing right now from my understanding. I have another aunt who killed herself from what I heard. One Sunday morning, you know what I'm saying, after church, she was just looking around at everybody and told everybody bye and walked out and walked out the window. My grandfather, my father's father, you know what I'm saying, was known to have mental issues. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you have to go to the spiritual. Is it mental issues? Or is these just entities and demons in the spiritual realm attacking our families that we can't see? So we see it as just the person in the physical body and what they're doing, but we don't actually see in the spiritual realm what they're dealing with, what demons they're fighting with, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that's what I see a lot of mental illnesses is that these are family members who are under spiritual attack by different demons and entities, family curses, 
you know, and they, because we can't see these entities because they're on a different vibration and frequency in a different realm than us, then we just chalk it off as this person being crazy, but they have real life demons attack, messing with them at night, you know, or attacking their, their psyche. Because I really feel like that's what a lot of it is with a lot of indigenous families, especially, is that we have um, demons and these entities attacking our families, trying to keep us asleep and, you know, keep us a part of the system rather than, uh, you know, us <clears throat> having our peace of mind and being able to ascend like we need to. And it's interesting you said that my my father's side of the family is indigenous. I have a lot of indigenous, you know, what I'm saying um, relatives on that side. So. I didn't even think of it. I wasn't even thinking about, you know, that part of it because that is true as well. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother level. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That people, you know, that people don't consider because of everyone's difference in, in spirituality. So mm -hmm. you can't really tell a, a, a Christian that, or, you know what I'm saying? Or even someone, a Muslim, you really can't tell somebody a religious and they're- But Christians believe in angels and demons. They do. They do. They also, they, they also. The demons out here doing, they really think the demons they do. just and in hell partying. It, but it's funny how they say things like that. When someone does something bad, they pretty much say the devil's in it. Mm -hmm. So they, they believe it, but in their own way. Right. You see what I'm saying? They don't see it as they're just entities and different types of negative energies. You know what I'm saying? Because you have a calling. Even though they do believe that. They say that, you know, God's, you know what I'm saying, best warriors are always fighting them. My uncle says that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Exactly. My my aunts have even said, no, my grandmother's even said the reason why my family is going through the things that they've gone through because we are a spiritual family. And, you know, this is the devil, you know, fighting us and stopping us from being what we're supposed to be. Well, I'm low key saying the same thing, but just, in, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? In a different way. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something mm -hmm. to consider that most people don't. But even besides that, when it comes down to, I feel like most things start with your emotions mm -hmm. and, and how you perceive things. I feel like those are the things that really consider for you in your life, what's traumatic, what, what's a mental break, because a lot of things happen to certain people and they take it differently. Like mm -hmm. someone can, someone in my situation, you know what I mean? Could have, have gotten a, a mental issue or, you know what I'm saying? Or taking this, you know, a, a harshly and it did something to mentally. Whereas for me, you know, I was good mentally, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. You know, I got all my, especially with having a whole bloodline of family members that have mental issues. You know what I'm saying? So, had you did the correlate or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I guess try to do statistics on me. I should have, you know, I should be crazy right now. My, my, my father is a borderline schizophrenic. I got, you know what I'm saying? I have the next generation before me has several mental issues. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Now that's my blood. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's still the other half yeah. of me. But yet. And that's another no, no, but yet, you know what I'm saying? That that didn't happen to me. Now, I feel like that's because mm -hmm. he didn't raise me. I wasn't around that energy. Mm -hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? That wasn't, you know, energetically, that wasn't taught to me. 
So even though that's, you know, that, and that's possibly in me and not to say that it's not in me. I feel like we all have, we all have strength and weaknesses inside of us is honestly what we choose to feed. Cause like my dad is not in my life, but he's around. I have his phone number. I can talk to him if I want to, you know what I'm saying? But he chooses to continue to see things the way he wants to see them. You know what I'm saying? Because he's functional. He ain't out there killing nobody and hurting nobody or, or even hurting himself. He just has a very warped sense or perspective on certain things based off of his experiences and, you know, his paranoia. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But he's cool. He, you know what I'm saying? From my understanding, he doesn't take medication or anything like that. But yet he is technically a borderline, you know what I'm saying, paranoid schizophrenic. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of this is more so. I feel like it's it's made into these big, horrible things because of the matrix. Because my grandmother was schizophrenic and actually took medication for it. And they told my mom when I was born, like, you're okay, but you're going to have to watch your daughter for this mental disorder because it skips generations. You know, and so is it is it the mental disorder that's skipping generations or is it literally, like I said, once again, these entities that know which powerful souls are being born into the family. And, you know, and it's a, it's, it's really about our mental strength. We you know the ones of us who don't fall to mental illness is because we go through the same mental wars, but we have that mental strength to overcome it. Exactly. We recognize that it's a, that it is not us speaking to ourselves, or that is not the divine creator giving us this information. You know, we we can actually we have that intuition and discernment to be able to differentiate between a, a demonic entity telling us something and our angels and our gods, God telling us something. You know, and even that, I, I feel like I feel like we have a choice to be mentally weak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, as far as demons and things like that, that's on a whole other level. And most people can't even get the surface stuff right. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like simple stuff. Like we're not we're not taught to be strong. Like just think about slavery. Our ancestors. Got had if, if anybody's gonna say they had a mental issue, you know what I'm saying? Our ancestors had a P, PTSD. Is that not class? That's classified as yeah. a mental illness. Okay, well, our ancestors all had PTSD. You're talking about being lynched. You're talking about being raped. You're talking about being taken from your your whole homeland. Your food being taken away. Your culture being taken away. Like that is just a a whole and that changed their DNA. That changed their DNA and Absolutely. then they reproduce, and that, that DNA that they're reproducing with has that traumatized D, the traumatized DNA Absolutely. in it, you know? Absolutely. So, so you're passing down trauma. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So if you fix the trauma, and even with that, even though they're passing that on, look at what they accomplished though, without mm-hmm. help, without therapy, without podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Without anybody actually caring. At the mm-hmm. time, they still had families they had to take care of. They still had children they had to raise. You know what I'm saying? They still had to live in society without education, without any of the resources that we possess right now. And they lived through all of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I I don't take anything from the military, but you know, people will go into the military, go into that war zone for a couple of years and whatnot and come out real jacked up. When you're talking about a group of people that went through things like that for 400 years, talking about generation after generation after generation of that, and didn't again did not have the resources, you know, to say that, you know, I need help. So if they can do that, why can't we? You see what I'm saying? Like, why why do we have to succumb to that? When there's people mm-hmm. who have went through worse, and I'm not trying to say that anybody's story, traumas, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to belittle that in any form or fashion. You cannot tell me, you know what I'm saying, that that is worse than going through, because they went through everything we go through. All those childhood traumas we go through, because that's where it came from. I'm going to keep it real. That's where all the molestation and the abandonment and, you know, and the narcissism, that's where all of that came from. So can you imagine dealing as a group of people, not just select a few, a group of people dealing with that on a regular basis? That is a normal life for them. And ain't nothing they can do about that. You know what I'm saying? It kind of, it's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they went through all of that stuff and now we have all of these resources and we don't use them. No, it's very disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So, and again, not trying to, again, put nobody's situation down at all because, like I said, I was on that podcast and one of the sisters on there, she went through a lot. Y'all should definitely go and watch that episode. That sister went through a lot. She is my, she's my fucking hero. I don't know who I would be if I dealt with some of that stuff. And again, she's on this podcast. She has her own podcast with her, you know, like, so it's like, we're going to have to really step up. If you really want a different life, we really need to step up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On holding ourselves accountable, getting rid of these secrets, because that's the way that really accountability comes in, hiding these things and keeping them wrapped up in instead of, you know, dealing with them and telling the folks you need to tell. You know what I'm saying? And putting that on out there because that's how this continues. And I'm speaking about our community. We always, what's done, what goes in this house stays in this house and that's BS because everybody knows about it anyway. You ain't keeping right. it. The whole hood know it. Your church know it. Everybody know what happened, but you still not talking about it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? We, you know, we, we scream Bloody Mary to the R. Kelly's of the world, but how are we preventing that? Right. What are we actually doing to stop those things? Yeah, a lot of stuff is getting swept under the rug. People are not getting to the root of the problems. They Mm. are just kind of existing. And then a lot of people turn to, like you said, alcohol, even sex, um, just different things to cope with the stuff that's going on with them. And then they chalk it up as a mental illness. And then they get on these medications that the big pharmacy is, you know, prescribing them to stay afloat. You know, they're the biggest drug dealers out here, you know. So, and so they do all of that and they, oh, well, they have a mental illness or they're this and that, but nobody's, like you said, is getting to the root of the problem. They're just medicating these people into this coma state to where they can't even freaking function and they can't even do just normal basic things and you know, they're making them believe, you know, again, like, you know, we've talked about and I said so many times on this podcast, it's all about perception. 
you know, the mind is very powerful and, you know, it's all about perception. And if you have this perception and you think and you keep telling yourself that you have a mental illness, then you will start to believe it. You know, you have to break up out of that, you know, that mental um, prison that you, you're in and believe in these things and start again, start to get to the root of the problem, talk about it, figure out what's going on. If you got to talk to, you know, your parents, wherever it's stemming from, you know, and instead of sweeping it under the rug, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And then you got to address the elephant in the room. And then again, that's how it passes down from generation to generation, because instead of us dealing with it, you know, we just pass it on to our children and our kids see us go through it or whatnot, or we see our parents go through it. And now we're living it and we think something's wrong with us. We're thinking we're, we're cursed or whatever, but we're not, again, we're not getting to the root of the problems and the issues and not talking about it. And we just kind of exist and act like it's, it's nothing. And then it just becomes a problem. So yeah, people just need so, to get to the root. That's my challenge is the next holiday that you, whoever is watching this, myself included, us included, the next time that you are with more than five of your family members, I challenge you to have a genuine topic. We don't care about each other's cars. We don't care about y'all, the material game. We're talking about starting and striking an emotionally healing conversation within your family. Next time you are around a group of your family members, no matter what the event is, even if it's a wedding, y'all gotta wait till after the wedding and we didn't have the good energy. But before we leave, we need to touch on this topic. Like, because you know, uh, I was able to, have a conversation, uh, spark up a conversation with my mom. And, you know, she was able to talk, tell me some stuff. Like I didn't know my mom was in a, a group home for seven years of her life, you know, and like her teenage, like her, her important years of finding herself. And she was in a group home by herself. So, you know, you don't know a lot of the understanding when it comes to why family members have hurt us or why they continue to hurt us. A lot of the understanding will come from you understanding them and understanding their story and not holding them to this title of mother or, you know, father or child, whoever, grandparent, or even, you know, whoever, like, uh, for me, it was my little brother's dad. So, you know, like, whoever's caused you these traumas, like, the, the light comes from being able to put yourself in their shoes no matter how hard that is and the only way you can do this is by having conversations with your family because a lot of the stuff you won't know unless y'all have these hard and it's hard it's uncomfortable but it's powerful and that's why we don't do it is because we are so afraid of the power within our indigenous nations and families and in reality we are supposed to embrace that power you know there's power that comes with trauma and pain but if you're not utilizing it, if you're suppressing it rather than letting it out with your family as one and embracing each other and, um, you know, consoling each other and being there for each other, emotionally supporting each other, being that ear that they needed to talk to about stuff, even if it's 20 years later, there's great power that can come from having these conversations. You know, these family secrets, like you say, yeah. you want it to be secret from other people, but y'all are keeping a secret from each other. From each other. And, yeah. and that doesn't make sense. That's um, that's something that that's actually something traumatic that I dealt with, with my my family dynamic. Mm -hmm. I, I personally feel like if you're my family member, 
not to say I need to know every inkling detail. I don't need to know how you and your man is doing it and how you flipped it to the side. Like that's a little bit too much information, but I should know everything about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like you should know everything about me. Like why, why would I hide myself? Why, why you're supposed to, you're supposed to love me unconditionally. Your family is supposed to be the people who rock with you regardless. You know what I'm saying? Of what happens. So why would I hide things from you? You know what I'm saying? Like that, that never made sense to me, but I grew up around, you know what I'm saying? A group of people who have this energy of secrecy, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? They, They feel like this is mystery about them, but you know, they just have a whole bunch of wrapped up trauma that nobody knows about and everybody in their feelings. And then it comes out in the wrong way. And I don't, I don't personally, I don't deal with emotions that way. You know, what you see is what you get. You ask anybody that know me. Some some people feel like I say I take I say too much, but you'll never you'll never ever have to guess where I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I tell you how I feel, and you know, and I put it on out there. And if it's something that, and if I really value my relationship, you know what I'm saying I want to do what's best for it. So if I gotta apologize, if it's something that I need to change, then I want to do that. You know what I mean? Because I care about that. You know that situation, but most people. They want to, they use their traumas and this label of mental illness, honestly, to just continue to, to, to be bad people, to be quite honest. I won't say bad people, but to dwell in your lower self, to continue. You know be their shadow self. Yeah. So yeah, to live in your shadow self and thinking that it's okay. And, and some people have chosen that path. That's what we got to realize. And that's what I have to come to comfort with. Some people, this life did not choose the God path, the ascension path, the healing path. Right. Some people chose to, in their soul, on their journey, they said, okay, I'm going to go all through all this, but I want to see what it's like to just live in that, to just live right. in that that low vibration. And it's a lot of people, right. you know. I don't understand <laughs> it. That makes sense because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand that. Like how you say you want a better for your life and you want to do this, but then somebody tells you exactly what to do and you just refuse to do it. And then they give you the spiel. Not everybody's like you. I ain't telling you to be like me. I'm telling you to be you. Like you know what I'm saying? Be a better you. Be a be a better you. A more evolved you. People are scared. People are scared of the the potential that they can be like people are scared of that they don't you know what i'm saying it's just i i don't i don't get it i don't understand it because i found myself in that same position like i would look at people in my you know family friends whatever people that is close to me and i would see them and i'm like like why don't you want better for yourself like why do you keep keep repeating these cycles like you know better. When you know better, you do better. And when you, you want something different, you do something different. You don't keep repeating the same thing. Like, I'm not going to put myself in a position that I've already been through. Like, if I know I went through some shit and I know it was some fucked up stuff or whatever the case may be, and I'm recognizing that I am starting to repeat that, I'm going to talk and be like, I'm going re- you know, to reassess the situation and I'm going to remove myself from the situation. I'm not going to keep repeating the same cycles because when you love yourself, that's what you do. And that's what the problem is. These people don't love themselves enough. So they continue to keep putting themselves through the same stupid stuff. And it's like to us, it's like it's it gives you right. illness. You exactly and to us, we looking at it like what's the, like what's the problem? And it's like to them, it's just like it's so big, but it's just like 
they again if they just change their perspective and if you want more for yourself if you want better for yourself you will do better you won't keep going down this pathway to just destruction like that's leading to nowhere that's the dead end like why like why why would you want that for yourself like people gotta like wake up and it'd be people that you know I could give you a pass if you like you you know in your twenties, you know what I'm saying? But when you like to live life, what are you doing? Like what are you doing? Like I I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Again, like I again. said, we yeah, we can't it's not they're doing what they signed up to do. They didn't sign up to this life. That is a that I'm going to I'm going to continue to train myself to, to feel that way because she's very I'm telling you, that's the only thing that could make me wrap positive my head around negative. and comprehend. Yeah. It's positive and yeah. negative. In every story, mm-hmm. you got the villain and you got the hero. You got part. Exactly. They are playing their part. You are absolutely right. So it's not mm-hmm. that I don't understand. What I want to do is to, to make other people aware. To, to start really labeling themselves and stop using mental illness, honestly, as an excuse not to heal. I'll say this, there are people playing a role and I feel like then you need to be real about your role. Say that. Right. I choose, right. I, I, me individ, as an individual, I feel like that this is comfortable for me. You know what I'm saying? I want to change. Yeah. I want to be better. I want to be exactly where I am. I want to be exactly who I am. I can respect yeah. that. Yeah, that's even I'm more. I'm stay that. away from you, though. Just know this. Right. Right. And that's the problem. You are labeling yourself and honestly using real life situations. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like crying wolf. Now I got this website. I'm gonna share my screen before we go, so I so I can show you this list of mental illnesses and how how sway how sway. Because if that's the case, we all got mental illness. Tell me my check. I told you, I almost went. Like, yo, depression? Depression is considered mental illness. Are you kidding me? And it's not mental illness. And it's not a mental illness. Yeah, Yeah. I've been depressed before. Like, who makes you depressed? Drinking will make you depressed. That's another thing, too. The food we eat. That's another thing. Your diet, like, that's about spirits. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's even, even, like, again, surface stuff. The food that you eat, you know your gut is your second brain. So you want to talk mental illness, it's your gut that got the illness because you're feeding it all of this poison. So if you got any mental illness going on, it's in your stomach. Yeah. It's it's in here because what you put in here goes up here and helps control here with chemical people. So... All this McDonald's. That's deep. The, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that y'all have to eat, that y'all have to have. So Thanksgiving, think about that. Ooh, you know Thanksgiving is uh, the busiest day of the year for hospitals. Christmas. Think about so absolutely. many people eat themselves into a diabetic coma or a uh. stroke. Or, it's crazy. That it's controls so how you think. Most mm. people who eat, uh, most meat eaters are aggressive. Mm-hmm, they are. Yes, they are. You, don't see, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pay attention to those things. So there's simple things that you can actually do to help your emotional and mental health. And it ain't got nothing to do with pills. It has to do with choices. And that's where accountability comes in. I'm not telling you that you are, are responsible for what happened to you. And but since you're responsible for what happened to you. I don't know the situation. In some cases you are. 
But, you know, when it comes down to traumatic things, especially, you know, for the sake of the podcast, when you talk about childhood traumas, yeah, what happened to you as a child was not your fault. But you are responsible for who you become. There is no getting over that. No one is exempt. I wasn't exempt, so you wasn't exempt. Quito wasn't mm. exempt. Misha wasn't, you know, no one is exempt. It's not just bad people out here, you know what I'm saying, going through shadow work and, and going through things. I'm a good person. Mm. And I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm not one to just talk about stuff, but I'm a great person. I ain't never hurt nobody maliciously. I don't care what nobody say. I have never intent. I never have a bad intention in anything that I do. I don't care what mistake I've made. I've always had good intentions. That didn't stop me from losing my arm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I could have definitely had that perspective. Like, yo, that was mad foul. What did I do to deserve that? Nah, it wasn't about that. It was about what I needed, you know what I'm saying, to move forward. To figure out what I needed to do, and my universe decided that this was the thing, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You know how many times I've had to apologize? You know what I'm saying? Again, good intentions, but I hold myself yeah. accountable, and that's why I grow. Yeah, people use that victim mentality a lot because they look at their life and they like, oh, woe is me. Why I have to go through this? Why this has to happen to me? Why this? Why that? And again, it's all about perspective. You have to understand no matter what happens in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, it is all shaping and molding you to become the person you're supposed to be. And once you grasp that that concept, that when the bad shit does happen, you will turn a, turn, make a way to turn it into a positive. But a lot of people stop, like they'll get, take all the positive all day, but when the negative happens, it's like they take that and they use that and they become a victim and they're like, oh, why, why is this happening to me? And instead of trying to figure out like, you know, why is this happening to me? Figure out what is this trying to teach me? What, right. what can I learn from this? What can I use? Like, how can I help somebody else up out of this shit that they're going through? Like, that's how you have to look at it instead of and looking at it like you're a victim and then using that and like, oh, well, I got to start, you know, smoking. I got to start drinking and. You know, I got to go have sex with all these men or all these females to kind of suppress these feelings and these emotions instead of just dealing with them and rolling with the, the tide. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's just, again, perception. And a lot of people use that victim mentality. So, yes, you can't help what happened to you when somebody at somebody else's at the hand of someone else. But you can choose to, you know, get over it and, you know, do the healing work to move past all of that. So you can choose that, you know, or you can choose to stay in it and you can choose to repeat the cycle and be the same person that fucked you up. You know, you have that choice. That's one thing that that the universe that God gives us, he gives us free will. So, yeah, we, we can go through some stuff. I'm not exempt. Like you said, we're we're not exempt from the bad stuff. You can't expect rainbows and sunshines and butterflies all day. That's not life. That's a fairy tale. That's what that is. So you have to take the good with the bad. It's just part of it. We need to be taught that. We need to be taught to take wow. the good with the bad. Like, I don't yeah. know exactly how to do that, but this whole everything has to be good, I I can take it back to religion. It's either good or evil. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. There's no there's no gray area in that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't believe that is true. You karma, you're definitely gonna get the energy you get back, but it's not just this simple black and white. 
right because like like i said there's 99 percent of the energies going on that we don't even we can't know about that's the fact we can't even see them in our like just like i'm looking at this microwave right here there's 99 other energies going on around me but i can't touch them and i can't see them so out of sight out of mind is what they teach us but in reality those are the ones you should be focused on those are the energy you should be learning and trying because don't like the moon's energy the stars when they're aligned certain ways that's the that's how you know okay this is going on in the sky today so i could be a little bit more emotional i could be a little uh less patient with people a little more quick to temper because mars is doing some crazy yeah, crapping so in those doors yeah. yes but yeah, they don't cool. teach you that they literally tell you if you can't touch it and see it or taste it feel it if you can't use the five senses then except, it ain't real except you know in reality there's so many that the six sense is your intuition why do you think that animals leave a vicinity whenever a storm is coming it's, they didn't see the storm yet but let the animals start doing something i'm following them you're gonna see right. me backpack and my and my carry on and i'm following i'm trying to tell you like what out with the animal i'm trying to tell you they follow that's the one thing that other species do that we don't they are completely in tune with their intuition and how they're connected mm. to the earth. So and yeah. we all have it. We and all have the ability to tap into it. It's just we mm. block it. People need to open up their chakras. And that's one thing that I'm learning on my journey is I'm learning to listen more to my intuition. There has not been one time in my whole 35 years of living that I have ever had an inkling and a strong feeling about a person or a situation that I found out later that I was wrong about. I have always been right. And I feel like that's one thing that, that the universe is trying to teach me to listen and pay more attention to my intuition and listen to my that gut feeling that I have. Because every time I've always kind of played it off to the side, I find out later I was right. And I'm like, damn, I could have saved myself some time, you know? So that's it's just like. Gut. That's your second brain. That's right. right. They insinuate your gut. Right. Your brain because that is your second mind. Right. It don't show up in here. It show up in here. You get that mm -hmm. stomach. Like, Ugh, what's that feeling? And it just keeps tapping at you. It's it like, hey, tapping. hey. And it don't go away until you answer it or until the universe reveals it to you. And you like, hey. And we don't pay attention to that. We allow mm -hmm. our trauma. Other distractions around us, too. Yeah. We're dealing with our traumas. You got your job. You got children. Your significant other. If you're not mm -hmm. single, you got uh, you got social media, which you can be on one damn social media app for five hours. Yes, Just scrolling because they didn't figure your system out because they watched everything that you liked. And now they only putting up stuff that you like. So you look up. You that. You know, that's, so what, that's what you gotta be. You gotta be strong on your focus, no matter what your focus is. That is the only way I'm learning to overcome and beat this system and beat them at their game is to be able to tune out all of their distractions. If you're not making money from social media, then you do you really need social media? You know, because every Some second you do. on social media, you're giving them the opportunity to program you with something less than the energy that you want. Why do people, yeah. most people go on social media? Let's, let's keep it real, to be sociable. Most people want yeah. to be seen. They It's a way for people who don't honestly have sociable lives to have one. 
So this is why it's such a great distraction because people really want to be seen. People want to be heard as human beings. That's why when we got, when the whole lockdown situation shut down, there were people, you know, developing mental illnesses because isolation. Actually, yeah, because of that, we are naturally human. You know what I'm saying? We, we we like to touch. We we hugs, and you know, we're interactive. Spe- we are interactive species. And was they developing now? Some of them was developing mental illnesses, but some people was just actually forced to sit down and face their shit. Oh, that's what you know. Was. You know, I, I didn't mean like literally developing. I should have said that differently. I mean, just to say, <laughs> about because that's know, what it was for a lot of people. A lot of people yes. just then they Inspired. wanted to get up and mm-hmm. right. They just they had to sit down. down. Yeah, they, these things yeah. were coming up because of the circumstances. So if you fix the circumstances, you'll fix the issue. And no one's trying to talk about the circumstances. Because if you change the circumstances, you got to change your life. And most people really don't want to change their life because you don't understand what that means. You might have to give up your comforts to change your life. And it's not to say that they may not come back later. But yeah, you may have to give up that house, that brand new, new, new car. You know what I'm saying? That weave, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, whatever it is that you find comfortable. We might have to give that up. Yesterday, because I had to give up going to the nail salon. Let me down and pay my nails. And act like I got a budget. When I first lost my, when I first lost my on my arm, I felt like I needed to decorate my hand. I only had one, so it needed to be pretty. So, like religiously, I got my nails done. But then, I got my own place. And I had to do my own dishes and sweep my own floor and make my own bed and do this, this, that, and the third all by myself. I didn't have my mama's home attendance, you know what I'm saying, tending, do you know what I'm saying, a certain shit no more. So guess what? Ain't nobody got time for these fake nails to be plucking and, and taking out my damn cuticles and all that. It's not, you know, then- like great trying to just put it on a bra or pulling up my jeans or something like that will chip my nail and... I would get the acrylic joints, so then that's pulling on your real nail and making you bleed and no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might get no, not might. I'm gonna get my nails done because my birthday's next month. So you know I gotta style and profile. And the channel was launching, so you know I gotta, you know, get done up. Yeah, with that. celebration season. Yeah, but other than that, right. That's all you get because it's not practical. Adapting, that's another thing um, to go along with this subject. We got to learn how to be adaptive, man. Giraffes used to have short necks. But you know what they said? I, I don't know exactly what was going on at the time, but clearly their food was in the trees. And these niggas was like, listen, we got to eat. So <clears throat> and, figure, and figure that shit out. Survival of the fittest. That's what this world is about. Yeah. So that's, that's it, was either, it was either die or adapt or evolve that's the word either die or evolve because you know i like to say i'm i like the you i'm strong in what i believe and i believe there's entities of a lower vibration controlling this earth and that's why we have manifested a war into our earth and in this in these countries it's because we're on a whole spiritual warfare right now that us as humans don't know about because they ain't gonna tell us about it but it's a real thing so now you got russia and all Places, all these other places that are in our and on our earth that we can see warring, but it's just you know that it's that reflection. So it's like I had a point with that. I had a point with that. I swear I did. But war to me in any type of fame is balance, man. 
everything is never going to be always peaches and cream. I think you said that earlier, Taquita. This world has to be in balance. Let's keep it real, yo. We fucking up the earth, are we not? We take, take, take as human beings and we don't give. Well, Mother Nature, you know what I'm saying? Everything is in balance. This earth is going to balance out. This earth is going to get rid of us before it allows us to get rid of it. That was my point. My point was Mother Earth and everything that's going on in our system is vibrating at a higher level. She's raising go. in frequency. So we're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to eventually, whether it's this life or the next life or the next life, your ass is going to have to adapt and raise your your vibration and your frequency because the earth is raising her vibration and her frequency. And like you said, when she gets to a point where she's ready to go, Mayona, we're going. Mayona, Mayona, what's Moana. the part? Yeah, Moana. yeah, that's it. This is my movie. Everybody is watching. You need to go. Let me see if I can put that in the um the chat Yo, moana is all types of different messages i'm telling you yeah my kids my kids my oh, son they sing them songs and they love that that movie you can absolutely watch moana moana, moana. yes there That's you go right and they i'm telling you because watch that movie it's that movie about. it shows a perfect representation of a pure soul that has a calling to 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 protect its uh nation its family you know in that self-journey of discovering yourself to save your higher self because you mm -hmm. can't tell me nothing that monster is moana the goddess is moana the goddess looks just like mm -hmm. moana that's her light form and her you know her dark form I mean, so. it, and it goes along with honestly what's going on right now to be quite honest mm -hmm. it's like we're connected to this earth like even the story don't want to you know tell y'all the movie and whatnot but when you come away from who you are that's a lot of the reason why a lot of us have these mental issues because we're not mm -hmm. who we are mm -hmm. not living the lives that we're supposed to be living you know what i'm saying and it's a mind fuck when you know you so when you know into in yourself that there's something going on and you know and you're supposed to be doing something else most people who work at their jobs you know that's not what you're supposed to be doing right you most people your job that's not what you you're just doing that to pay your bills that's not your purpose and that's mm -hmm. driving you crazy Big difference yeah that's driving you crazy and that's why i say people think of having a big house and having these material things is what is successful but no this is why you can have people would have everything and they still take their lives right, girl. So you know what I'm saying? because that's still not who they are again we are not these bodies we are we are spiritual beings having a, you are a, a human, a human experience yeah, exactly. So you, if your soul is not fulfilled, and no matter what you do, that's just not gonna work. So this yeah. is what's honestly driving people crazy. That's what's giving you this mental turmoil. I'm not gonna say illness. You, every a lot of people are in mental turmoil, have emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, look, I love how all of our big grown selves is all into this movie. Like, yeah. I'm going to watch it again. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, she put me on that. I've that movie over a hundred, over a hundred times. Yeah. That movie, I was in an unhappy marriage knowing that I was supposed to be doing more with my life when that movie came out. And I would sit there and watch that movie and just cry, feeling like I was ignoring. I had this calling. Oh calling to me like misha you need to you need to do more you you gotta leave this and marriage. that's like that's you love so them, good you 
That's so good. That's so good. Do you know how many times I've been at a job or working and then I would just get this strong, overwhelming feeling like I'm not supposed to be here. It's something else. Like I get like I don't I can't explain it. And I guess that's why I do what I do. And I'm a reader. Like I get these feelings. I get these intuitions. These this strong, powerful feeling comes over me. And it just it just like taps at me until I do something. Mm -hmm. And every time I've been, it's been times I've been at jobs and like something just come over me. And it's like, you don't supposed to be here. You need to get out here. You need to find something else. And then I will find something else. And then it's like, I, I have it again. Like, and it's not just with, it's like with people and connections, relationships. Like I always get these strong intuition feelings and stuff would just come to me. Like, I'm like, what is this? And I, I'm not knowing what it is and I don't know how to explain it. And people need to understand that that is just the universe. That's God's way of just like, you know, getting your attention so that you can move in the direction and get on the path that you're supposed to be on. And a lot of times we ignore that and we ignore it. We don't listen. And guess what? And then that's when the universe starts coming in and fucking shit up. <laughs> and until you get on the right path and start messing stuff up, your, your life start going crazy. People start doing this, doing that. And the universe will break you down until it forces you to make that right decision and get on the right path. That's that's just all it is. It's just it's directing you. You gotta listen to that gut. You gotta listen to your intuition because it, it it's, it's never gonna scare you wrong. And when you don't listen, that's, really that's right. what you get. That's when that's you when you start happening. Yeah. Start messing up. Yeah. All right. So I would. And that's like what I tell people as my. I'm sorry. That's no, no. how I tell people as <laughs> my. When I'm when I'm trying to stand ten toes down on something I believe in. That's exactly what I tell them. Like my intuition that led me this far and proved itself. I ain't going back. My intuition is telling me this. I can't really care what you're talking about right now. Right. right at all. Yeah. So fast. All right. So but once I'm, you know. Nope. That had you said something. Sorry. I'm just. I'm just going on. You good. So I want to share my screen so we can look at this list of mental. Um, this is called Mental Health A to Z. It's from the website VeryWellMind.com. VeryWellMind.com. All in one. So you guys can look this up yourself. And we're going to see exactly what is considered a mental illness. Okay. Let's try to do this as quickly as possible. Thank God did it. Your cousin had a good point too. Maui, like I said, there's no good or bad. People say Hitler was bad. Other people thought Hitler was good or he wouldn't have whole armies. You know, and so it's like, you can't say that someone served, like you were saying earlier, people, like we were talking about people who refuse to change. It's not that they refusing to change. They just didn't sign up to change. They signed up to be that. And we have to think about that with these presidents, with all these entities, with our family members, our parents, with the trauma. It's like, you can't say they being a bad person. They're simply doing what they're supposed to. And if that, what they're doing is causing you a discomfort or causing you pain or trauma, it's not that they were a bad person for causing it because in reality i'm a believer that our soul signs up for a lot of things that we go through so that pain they caused you you were supposed to go through because you were supposed to grow through it and you're supposed to learn from it and evolve and ascend into a higher person you're supposed to transmute that energy you know what she has said that's a fact all right uh let me see okay 
So verywellmind.com. So we have A to Z. So in the A's, you have abnormal psychology. What is that? Abnormal psychology is a branch of psychology that deals with psychopathology and abnormal behavior, often in a clinical context. The term covers a broad range of disorders from depression to obsessive compulsive disorder to personality disorders. Counselors, clinical psychologists, and psychotherapists often work directly in this field. Okay, so I'm going to stop there with that. Abnormal psychology. Now, what, what the medical field tends to do is they don't really know what's going on with you if you come into if you come in there and you they do they ask you what your symptoms are and if they don't have a specific thing they just make these generalized diagnoses or diseases of a sort i'll give you an example there's something called bell palsy somebody that i know you know what i'm saying contracted this bell's palsy it is a form of par paralysis it seems like you're having a stroke but it's not a stroke. So because they don't know what it is, they just decided, I guess, the palsy guy or the bell guy who discussed, you know what I'm saying, who first started studying this, you know, called it palsy. Palsy is the, not the suff the suffix, you know what I'm saying, for paralysis. So if you ever see palsy on anything in anything medical, that's a form of paralysis. So they don't really know what it is, but they're just making it up. So. Anything that's abnormal is now considered an illness is the point that I, I'm trying to get at. So if you're doing something that's out of the scope of what this society deems to be, you know what I'm saying, normal, then you have an illness. So Alcohol they'll, use. They'll say that. They'll say, they'll say that, uh, a lot of our spiritual gifts are mental illnesses. Absolutely. Like you have alcohol use is considered a mental illness. And then you have binge drinking under B. So what's the difference? And then why is it legal? <laughs> if it's a mental illness, why is Girl. it stories? Girl, how do I bring all of us up here without? There we go. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I'm just saying the contradictories are crazy. You know, they, that's insane right there. They, you you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just need people to understand. If if they have these lists, this is this is from the medical, you know what I'm saying, from the medical. So if these things are causing these issues, why are these things legal? Why don't we go back to, you know what I'm saying, to the prohibition? It used to be legal to drink. See what I'm saying? Yo, these people do not care about your health at all. At all. At all. They're going to charge you for the alcohol. There is no limit to it. You can drink as much as you want as long as you're a certain age. And then guess what? Then you're going to pay them to fix your, your mental illness that you develop right. for drinking that. And, and if you drink, we will. If you get into trouble while drinking what they allowed you to drink, knowing that it will mess your system up and you get in like, trouble, now you also this? gotta the lose. The fact that system. it's legal, the fact that you they don't give you alcohol tests, a whole what was that movie? What was that show? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. Nurse Jackie. 
Uh-huh. That chick was a whole alcoholic. Whole alcoholic doing surgery on people. Right. And you know, that's the real deal. <laughs> the doctors really be on that because they're human and that's my reality point. coping with their own stuff. And that's my point. I know I know doctors that are cokeheads. Mm-hmm. But simply because they don't test for those things, it's okay. You got you know what I'm saying? And this is probably why, you know what I'm saying, uh, the med, you know, um hospitals and stuff like that have all this insurance situation where you gotta sign everything and they're not liable. Mm-hmm. Because can you imagine if Nurse Jackie showed up, <laughs> right, and had to give you your epidural, and you can't sue her? See, nah. And this is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now you, so that's technically a, a mental illness. So you not only you have you have someone working on somebody, and I know this is just a, <clears throat> that's real life. <clears throat> They are doctors, you know what I'm saying? People are doing surgeries <clears throat> on folks, you know what I'm saying? But they're still human beings and they still got their traumas. Oh, made a good point though. You know, a lot of the a lot of these uh illnesses and stuff, they're serious when it comes to the non-melanated community. But for the black community, it's just us being us. We yep. just got alcoholic, we just got alcoholic uncles. She made a great you point. know, and crackhead and crackhead aunties and stuff like it's not this it's not the same um it's not treated as the same severity when even though the the non-melanated body has an actual gland or something that helps them process alcohol in indigenous bodies we don't have this gland which is why we take alcohol on such a worse like it messes messes with us so much more but you know it's in every black neighborhood even though we can't process it normally and then like they use they use a lot of people these Caucasians they use mental illness when they get in trouble when and with the law they use this mental illness thing oh and oh well we'll, we'll just use mental illness because they killed such and such and such but let a black yeah. person get on trial oh they just they angry they mad they whatever the case may be because of their the color of their skin. So, you know, these Karens, you know, they use this mental illness situation when they have these breakdowns, what they call it, when they are being racist or whatever the case may be. So people no can, joy, you know, joy. they they play that mental illness card when they when it's convenient for them, but we mm-hmm. can't play that mental illness card. It's just who we are is in our DNA, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, people need to stop, you know, using mental illness. Again, it's not that, it's just, a lot of it, especially, you know, with this racist situation, is who they are. It ain't no mental illness. It's just who they are, who they choose to be. Um, like we talked about before, we have a, a choice. We have a decision to make. And a lot of people make that decision, that choice to be these people. And they use it. They use mental illness as a excuse to do what the hell they want to do. And okay. that's why I wanted to talk about this. And I feel like people in general, not just necessarily black or white folks, because mm-hmm. that, that, that's clear. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the situation? The boy who shot up that school, killed all mm-hmm. the little kids, and then no only, you know, I'm going to keep it real. I don't even mention stuff like that because I still work on that. You know, I'm Sister So Shamar, so I don't even right. talk about stuff right. like that because then I go on a whole rant and get off topic. You know what I'm saying? So, Yes. That stuff Listen, goes, you know what I'm hold on, I'm gonna I'm let y'all know right now. 
my phone is dying and I don't have my charger <laughs> with me. So when I'm out, I'm out, okay? <laughs> cool beans, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, but that's what that I, I mean. But let's look at some of let's look at some more of these. You know what I'm saying? Bulimia. So binge eating. So eating disorders. That's another thing. Just insecurities. It's just lack of no, self-love. I, I really would like to know how that's a mental coming from a fat. I've been a fat girl my whole life. I've been a big girl my whole life. Okay. Most people. Now, I just did that because we ate ter we ate poorly. You know, I had the cliche Southern diet and we ate McDonald's and all that. Everybody in my family was big. So, you know, we's all big. But then you have people who, again, it's your traumas and your emotions. <clears throat> the things that you do, we do things to make us comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Or to mask what we got going on. So this is why people go, uh, what is it? Um, When we're in a relationship, happy weight. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, the first thing you want is chocolate or ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You have this imagery when you get your heart broken that, you know what I'm saying? Now you just want to eat a whole bunch of ice cream and things of that nature. You want to eat things. You know what I'm saying? Then you have people on the other end. You know what I'm saying? Who don't want it because they have this image issue. It's not that they don't like eating. It's that they feel like they need to look a certain way because they want to be a model, because they want to, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to be fat because society gives you this, you're not beautiful unless you look like this, 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 that, and a third. That's why people have those issues. That's not a mental disorder. That's an identity crisis. That's a societal disorder. And that's a societal, that's a societal issue. Yeah, that's a societal, societal problem. Y'all right. make these little kids and these and these women make them feel like they need to do all that. These BBLs and all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what double I mean? BBLs now. I saw a double BBLs. Like, it don't. Wait, oh, okay. oh, oh, so they did the, oh, they got the reverse. Like BBWs, now they got BBLs? They, got they take the fat out of your stomach and they inject it into their butt. I mean, to each his own. Like you know, I ain't gonna lie. If I have some money, I get like I'm not gonna get that done. But you know, I get some stuff snipped and tucked. You know, I ain't gonna lie. But I ain't about to. I'm I'm gonna be natural. Like it is what it is. It, what you get is what you see is what you get. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> that was funny. She said enabling to sell a pork rinds. I'm sorry. I, 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 I know. I say your cousin, we're gonna have to have on as a guest because she and these comments going on. Right. Saying, like, yeah, it's just I like, used to tear pork rinds up not knowing what it was. That's not near yeah, that when I was younger. It, my my uncle used to sell them. I used, I liked his. I ain't gonna lie. I really wasn't too fond of the bag ones. I like theirs. Cause we, you know, we so yeah, you know. But yeah. a couple of our sisters and brothers who do what they do, and now they didn't made pork rinds in the healthy versions, like vegan. Yes, I've seen that. I, I, um, I, used to work for, I used to work for a vegan restaurant, and I think that was one of the products that um, uh, the owner was trying to to add to their uh, to their stock of you know items. So they yeah, they them. definitely do. I'm gonna keep it real. All of that is just seasoning. I'm saying yeah it's like these are things and again I'm not saying that these are not these are not things that people aren't dealing with you know what I'm saying I know for a fact I know people you know what I'm saying who deal with the whole 
you know what I'm saying, eating situation. You know, a lot of people do things for attention. You know what I'm saying? They feel like if, if I'm hurt or if I'm in distress, that's the only time people care about me. That's the only mm-hmm. time somebody's going to love me if I'm doing bad. So let me continue to be bad. Let me continue to always be a victim and always be a patient. So I can so I can be deemed important in someone's life. Again, it all goes back to your traumas. You not knowing yourself. You not loving yourself. None of that is you literally having a wrong synapsis going on in your brain. At least this one up here. Because when you think mental illness, this is what people are thinking about. Something's wrong, you know what I'm saying, with your brain. Mm. But it's the gut that you got going on and your emotions that, you know what I'm saying, that really is the problem. And if you would just address those things, then you'll be all right. You won't, you won't need no pills. You won't right. get addicted. And if you are, because, I mean, addiction is also a thought process. Like, man, technically <laughs> I'm addicted to weed. I mean, if you want, if you want to be technical, I smoke weed daily. You know what I'm saying? And if you I know don't, what, if, if my ancestors did, then I, there ain't yeah, no problem I would, through, I would go through withdrawal. I, you know, what I'm saying, if I have to stop smoking for for whatever reason, you will feel the effects of withdrawal. So technically, you know, if I'm upset, I definitely trying to smoke. You know, that that's the thing <laughs> that I use to calm me down. So, in a sense, yeah, I'm addicted to weed. So technically, I got a mental issue. That's what you're saying. You're right. I know. You see what I mean? So it's just like yeah. people who are addicted to food. Yeah, people who are addicted to food, like they just people have- are d- addicted to sodas. Like, right. You know, you know what I'm saying? I like, see yeah. people who drink cases of Mountain Dew, yeah. Diet Mountain Dew on a daily basis. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, personally, I think I, I don't say that I'm addicted to it, but I don't. I don't have a healthy relationship with, you know, what I'm saying with beverages outside of water. I can drink. Mm-hmm. If I drink juice or anything with flavoring in it, I can kill that shit in two seconds. I don't care if it's eight ounces or forty-two ounces. I don't know if it's the sugar. I don't know what it is, but I can just suck that thing down. Water, I drink it, and I drink it daily. I drink it daily. I don't even drink. I don't even buy juice anymore for that very reason. This is why I don't buy juice. The only time I buy juice is during the wintertime so I can make my concoctions and put my liquid herbs in there so I can make sure I can get ahead of the cold game. But other than that, all I drink is water, but I can't. I don't be sucking my gallon. I don't be drinking a gallon of water a day. It take me about two, three days to get through a gallon of water. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm keeping up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so technically, in some form or fashion, I have an issue. You know what I'm saying with sugary beverages. For some yeah. reason, I don't know how to balance out when I'm drinking them. Yeah. Do I have a mental issue? No, I have a bad relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know, with sugar, with sugar. I, I, I would like to say. Cause me growing up, I was good, 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 sugar is addictive. Sugar is addictive. See, there you go. They start getting see? to you as a baby. See, like as there a baby, go. they start putting sugary stuff in baby food and, and baby drinks. They're like if you ain't got your baby just eating off of your nipple, then get- <laughs> she said she's addicted to music. Me too, girl. That's right. <laughs> Damn, what she got? Me too. Damn, her phone. Her phone died. Oh, her phone died. <laughs> yeah, just so. <laughs> 
we're gonna we're gonna keep on going yeah she already gave her disclaimers so you know what i mean we're gonna keep it going because i still want to just i just want to i'm not gonna try to just y'all can look at this list and go you know deeper into the situation mm -hmm. I'm try to take a look at the things you know what i'm saying that they have on. yo cannabis use so because i smoke weed i got a mental illness according to that list that's crazy we it's all need to be getting we all need to be getting checked then <laughs> okay <laughs> my, yo, my disability check need to bump up is it not rub me my money girl Right, let me remind I got, I got, it's like 10 things on there I need to be getting a check for. <laughs> you, know, you know, and this is what I'm saying, and this is what people, and this is what people do. Yeah. Do that, and then you got people who want to use the system now because you're giving them this, this, this light away saying that they got a problem. Anybody got a problem can get a check. So then you get upset with people for doing that when you're mm -hmm. giving them the opportunity to do so. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to deal with our problems. Got to really get to the root of your issues and your feelings and your emotions about when you were a child, you know what I'm saying? All the way up until now. Yeah. Deal and deep and unpack and really deal with those, you know what I'm saying? With those things and you'll be just fine. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you there are definitely people that have gone through a lot of stuff and you've already medicated yourself. So now that medication is a part of you. So, yeah, there are people who still have to take their medication. I'm not here to tell you, you know what I'm saying, exactly how to run your life and your situation. But what I am saying is please stop allowing the society, you know what I'm saying, to label you and make you seem like you're just, you know what I'm saying, you're just this lost soul that, you know what I'm saying, that just you just this, this empty vessel that you have no control over your life, your feelings, your emotions, or anything about your life. You need this pill to get that together, and that ain't true. Because what happens if all the pills dry up? What you going to do when the last pill is gone? You know what I'm saying? You truly mm -hmm. have to choose if you want to live life. That's what you have to choose. You have to choose life. You know what I'm saying? Over your tragedies. That's honestly all I did. I'm going to keep it a buck. Yeah. I just really wanted to live. I just really saw this as, you know what? I got a second chance. This shit could have been really bad. Real, real bad. It wasn't. So let me make the best of this. That's it. And the universe brought everything that needed to come to me so I can do that. So you just got to get that in your mind. That's the only mental, you know what I'm saying, thing you got to work on is having strength in yourself, understanding who you are and figuring that out if you don't. Yeah. Get your DNA tested. I don't know. Talk to your grandparents. You know, start talking. This is what I'm saying. It's like um, Misha was saying earlier. We need to talk. Talk mm -hmm. this stuff out. Talk to your peoples. Get to know who y'all really are. And you'll really find out that y'all got a lot in common outside of just being blood. That y'all are dealing with the same stuff and how y'all can come together and fix that. So please yeah. stop labeling yourself. I want y'all to look at that list. I will personally look at that list and check off everything that you see. That, that that applies to you and really realize that I don't got mental issues. I'm saying I pay my bills on time. I didn't kill nobody yet. I'm Canadian people <laughs> deserved it. No, for real. You laughing, but seriously, how many people done pissed you yeah. off that you really thought about that? Girl. Shit? 
but you didn't. Yeah. You have to be mentally, you have to be mentally sane to you right. know what I'm to deal with that, right? <laughs> You be wanting to mess people up. It be girl, I feel you. It be times you be like, dang, I like you know what I'm saying. It crossed your mind, do some some stuff, but you know you got it in check when you don't actually go through with the the thoughts, you exactly. know. So if you avoid you it, you thought of it. revenge, trust me, you're saying <laughs> you're doing quite well. Right. How many people locked up right now because they couldn't? Right. Because they allowed their rage or how that feeling that was to overtake them and make them do something. Mm -hmm. This is why they got temporarily insanity. That's why people mm -hmm. get away. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a situation could make you snap in that instant. Because you don't have control. And a lot and all of it, it literally stems from emotion. It all stems from emotion. That's where it all stems from. And people, they, you know, you're battling with your feelings. And like most people, like if, if you look at, if you think about it, because I'm all into like the ID channel, girl, I'll be, okay, snap all that, okay? Like that's just my cover zone right there. But a lot of people, if you think about it, um, you know, murder or people killing somebody, it comes from jealousy, um, money. Um, and like, just like sex, like stuff like that. Like that is like the ballpark of why people go and do the things they do when they end up taking another person's life. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all stems from that. And then if you think about jealousy, again, as the emotion, you think about, you know, the sexual part of somebody cheating on you or whatever, when it's in relationships, it's an emotion. Um, so it's all emotion. It's all stemmed from that. And people just allow that rage and that anger and that frustration to take over instead of giving themselves a, a mental check. Like, OK, like, you know, and it, it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And it's just like they just go off the deep end and they don't think about the, the consequences and they just in the moment. And that's why you got to count to 10. You got to take you got to count down. You know, I didn't got fucked over plenty of times. I didn't got people doing crazy shit to me that people look at me like, you let that happen? But you just got to know, you got to you gotta choose your battles. You got to know when to just let it go. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth taking somebody's life. It's not worth keying somebody's car or flattening their tire. What, what are you going to get from that? The best revenge is moving the fuck on and walking away and letting it be what it is. Because they will re then realize what they had or whatever the case may be in situations, even in a friendship, you know, you fuck over your friends or whatever. They gonna realize you a good person as long as you had good intent in that situation. You know, leave it up to let let karma get them, you know, let the universe figure it out. You just keep living your life. That's the best revenge. Just, just keep living your life. Stack your bread up. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't let these situations these let don't let a a temporary situation may you know get you in a situation where you're gonna have to pay for it for the rest of your life you know what i'm saying it's just it's not it's not that it's not that deep you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah and so That's i just yeah i appreciate you know what i'm saying us having this conversation because yeah like we got to take, we got to hold ourselves accountable. For we, our got to. we have to start um, really picking better people to be around. Again, yes. every choice you choose, the relationships that you're in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, even choosing not to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us, we think that 
if we get with somebody that that's going to, you know, they're going to save us and they're going to fix us. And mm -hmm. then we start pouring our traumas onto them. You know what I mean? And then it's trauma bonding. Yeah. And then that just compounds. And then that's when you get, again, you know, we talk about mental illness. If you're going to go there, there's a long road to mental illness. I'll say that. So how about we, we cut it short in the middle of that journey before it gets there? Because you can break, you can mentally break yourself down after going through so much and holding all that stuff in and holding that stuff in, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Never getting out. And then one day that one thing happens that camel. And it sends you over the yeah, it takes you over, over the edge. Over the edge. So, because you don't deal with it and you let it pile up and then it just be a No, you, you, that's a yeah. fact. So, by dealing with our issues in your childhood and your adult life, dealing with those things is what eliminates that. So, yeah. that eliminates addiction, all of that. Addiction is nothing but a byproduct of you not dealing with your issues. Mm -hmm. And that's any and everybody. And doesn't matter what the addiction is, whatever it is that you want too much of, it's unbalancement. You drink too much water, that's bad. You eat too much food, that's bad. You know what I'm saying? If you exercise way too much, that's bad. You'll, you can overly work your muscles. You can pull a muscle. You can hurt yourself if you, you know what I'm saying? If you overly do anything. You so have to have moderation. Everything in moderation. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how that's you start and stop calling yourself like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to just take it a little step further and then holler at the organization that do the AA, but y'all need to change y'all. Y'all need to change y'all business model. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Stop having these people, you know what I'm saying, continuously tell themselves that they're alcoholics. You're not doing them any good. You are not helping these people. Girl, words are powerful. Not That's the first you. thing they tell you to do. You have to uh, admit. My you name, yes. Hi. My name I'm is alcoholic. No, stop yes. that. It's the first. That's stop the first that. thing they tell you to do. No, what you say? If, if you're gonna, if, you, if you're gonna have to make an announcement like that, hi, my name is such and such and so, and I'm on the road to recovering from becoming. Yes, yes. And then once you get to a certain space. You know what I'm saying? My name is such and such and so. I am no longer an alcoholic. Exactly. Girl, that, that's deep. You know what that's I'm saying? very powerful. How, how, how would that change things? Yeah. Maybe they can enjoy going out to a party with their friends and just get some sparkling water. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, Maybe if they had that, that support system, because you telling yourself, and that's the separation. Yeah. Separating yourself from everybody else. From that. Yeah, and I kind of I kind of have that um, experience with amputees. They kind of mm -hmm. isolate themselves. You know, anybody that feels like they're different, they have to isolate themselves and make this label. You know what I'm saying? And that's part of the problem. You're a human being, just like them people over there. You just, you know what I'm saying? You decided to choose this this situation to deal with what you had going on. They're choosing something different. It may not mm -hmm. look like yours, but they're doing something different. Everybody, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, masses their shit. Mm -hmm. We're not taught this as children. We're not taught to deal with our shit. So everybody at some point in their life, you know, is covering some shit up, not dealing with some shit, you know what I'm saying, and trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. so no one is exempt from that. What yeah. we're trying to do is make sure these babies are not like that. So we can't put ourselves in a position where people are not like that. 
if we do this now, two generations from down, like your grandkids will be straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's the point. That's the point of starting to poke at this. You know what I'm saying? Because we we couldn't help what grandma did. We couldn't help what our mamas did, and so forth and so forth. But we can change what we do, because we're gonna be somebody's mother mm -hmm. one day. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be someone's grandmother one day. So that is why this is so important. So let's start checking ourselves. Stop labeling. Stop everything that you got going on. It's not a mental illness. Just deal. Just just deal with your shit straight up. We all got to. If you need some help, there's help out there. If you reach out, you just listening to this podcast right now is you helping yourself because you ain't got to be here. You do not have to be watching this. You do not have to listen to nothing we have to say. So the fact that you're seeking, you know what I'm saying, something says a lot about where you are and what you got going on. So clearly your mental ain't as fucked up as, you know what I'm saying, as they're making the scene, if you even have the mind to try. So let's start pushing mental strength instead of mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Let's have mental strength checks from now on. Let's put it out. Let's put the strength out there more so in the in, in industry. You know what I'm saying? That's still checking on other people with mental illness. That's checking on them. It's the same difference. But let's promote strength. Why don't you tell those people with mental illness that, you know, you're mentally strong. You can be mentally strong. Let's work on that. Mm -hmm. What if you told them that every day? What do you have to lose? That's the thing I want to know. What do you have to lose to switch that up? Got to speak life into yourself. Absolutely. And not death, life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... That is my spiel, and that actually watered that down. That's why I'm glad I got, you know, co-hosts, because had I had just been me going off, that probably would have went a whole lot different. So <laughs> I y'all, bringing y'all's energy, you know, saying into the intuition, into the situation. Sorry, Queen Misha is not here, but Ms. Kaquita, tell everybody how to find you and what you got going on. Hi guys, I am Taquita. Um, I have a, a YouTube channel. Um, I do tarot readings. Um, I'm very spiritually um, highly in tune um, and I just get downloads and messages. So I just assist and help people through their, their stuff. You know, it's all energy, it's all energy, right? So you can follow me on um, YouTube at Tequita Parker. My channel is called Scorpio Sun. I'm in the process of starting a new channel. Um, it is dedicated to uh, tarot and relationships and navigating through that whole thing because that's kind of what brought me to tarot um, is, you know, experiencing traumatic situations and relationships. So I want to have them go hand in hand. So I'm starting a new channel with that. Also, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I have a, um, a group called Scorpio Sun. Um, and also on Instagram, my name there is Real T Tarot, Real underscore T um, Tarot. Um, so that's where you can find me. Uh, also here. <laughs> that part, yeah. yeah. <laughs> find her on Social Therapy Childhood Trauma Podcast. I know that's long, but we gonna <laughs> that, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna make us some money one day. I promise you. <laughs> You can definitely catch her every Saturday afternoon, you know what I'm saying, unpacking and dealing with these childhood traumas. 
appreciate you so kindly, sis. Now, y'all already know April is coming. We have 27 days, 27 days before we launch Amspire Media Network. I'm excited. Y'all need to be excited too. I'm absolutely going to be able to see this podcast on there. I know there are a lot of people who really don't do the social media thing. Y'all not trying to get into the metaverse. I feel you. I feel you. So you have to get this inspiration too and all of this healing. So you're going to be able to watch all of our podcasts, all the things that come, you know what I'm saying, from Amspire Media. You're going to be able to see it on our network channel on Roku. So get excited. I cannot wait um, for you guys to view us on television. Okay. Also, I am going to have a helping hand talk therapy service coming out as well. You know, like we always say, there are some people who need some help. So again, we want to help deal with these, you know, these things. We don't want you to have to pop these pills. Some people just need somebody to talk to, you know, need to hear, need to know that somebody cares. So that is that is what I'm going to provide. I'm going to figure out the best way to do that so I can give you guys, you know, some of my time and my energy. So please look out for that. Of course, tomorrow, make sure that you tune in with Sundays with Spirit with um, 33 Master Teacher. I really love that all weekend we deal with healing and you know just really tapping into these things. Um, I've been getting a lot of great feedback um, from the viewers. So I really, really appreciate you guys, you know, coming through and supporting us and getting this healing. You know what I'm saying? Both from the both today and on tomorrow. You know, we got spirit all all through here. You know, Taquita, you do your, you know, your tarot thing. Misha does the Reiki thing, you know what I'm saying? So we just, uh, you know, we just some sisters out here trying to, you know, spread this healing. So make sure you tap in on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. And I think that's it. Yeah, we're going to let y'all go on and enjoy the rest of y'all Saturday. We've been on here about an hour and a half. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. But we love, love, love y'all. Appreciate y'all's time and energy. And always, always be inspired. Keep healing, y'all. All right? Peace. Bye.